0: Hello everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Black, White, and Mixed. Uh, just a quick disclaimer for this episode. Um, there is a little bit more cursing, and I was going to cut it out, and then I decided this is who we are, and this is what we're talking about, and sometimes words come out. So just letting you know up front. Thanks for listening. Black, white, and mixed. Black, white, black, white,
1: and
2: mixed. Black, white, and mixed. black. White, and mix. black Black, white, Hello, everyone, and welcome to Black, White, and Mixed, a podcast Black, about race and culture in America. We are recording from Greensboro, North Carolina. I am your host, Doug Ogden, and I am here with my friends, Brandon Johnson. That's me. And Kenny Roberts. Ladies and gentlemen, what up? <laughs> Good intro. Good Thank intro you. all around. I kind of want to just jump right into it with a confession. Is that okay? We we have not yes. talked about what we want to talk about. Okay. I, I may I may kick us off. Let's do it. Normally we talk about Twix candy bars or something weird for a little bit. Actually, we only talked about Twix once, but something weird usually starts the show. Sure. Mm -hmm. Instead, well, first
1: you should see everybody's face right now. Like I'm, you know, I'm literally at the edge of my seat. Confused. I'm I'm like looking at Doug, like, like wondering what's
2: going on. Yes, what's what's about to happen? Um. Yeah. So this might.
0: Go for it. Do you
2: think? All right. So, I, I want to talk about how I used to use the n word.
0: He's he's getting all right. He's getting into it
2: now. <laughs> they said we
0: were to start deep. Definitely no twix talk. Uh, That's right. Moment right. twix talk. Okay, go.
2: All right. So, I had a friend in high school named Tyrone. This black dude who was awesome, and. He used to call me the N-word, right? He'd say my, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a white dude, that feels pretty good. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those things that's like a badge of honor, you know. Mm-hmm. And he used to ask me to say it. He thought it was funny. And I remember feeling weird about it. And then I would do it and felt less weird about it. Mm. Um, and I remember him laughing and thinking that was super funny. I've thought about that a lot, obviously, over the years. Um, and I don't know if that was some kind of self preservation for him or not. I don't know his heart or motivation behind what that was. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, it happened, and I would think it was okay on some level because, mm-hmm. you know, I had been given permission by this black gentleman. So, um, Fast forward a few years, uh, you know, it's not something I use with any kind of regularity. Um, I listen to a lot of hip hop or I'd watch shows that use it and, and feel like, you know, uh, there's this reappropriation and reclaiming of it by the younger generation. And that would kind of uh, convince me that I it was OK, you know, even though it wasn't. Um, and then I moved to North Carolina. And started, you know, making friends and it just so happened that, you know, uh, a good amount, a majority amount of the friends that I made when I first moved here were, were black or people of color, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and didn't um, didn't think about it a whole lot, although I was having conversations, I remember with my wife about why it was okay for certain people, even non-black people to use that word, or I shouldn't say non-black, but but why me, basically. I was trying to justify why it was okay sure. for, for mm-hmm. me to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, at one point early on, maybe nine or 10 years ago, I had a conversation with a black friend of ours who said it was okay for me to use it because I had black siblings, my, my step-siblings. My little step-siblings are, are black. So I just was kind of existing in this place where I thought like I had been, you know, given enough of a black card or, or, or been given enough credibility. And would pass. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's like a bus pass, but sorry. sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I'm like, my body is sore right now. I'm trying to tread so lightly with like how I'm talking about this. So uh, I'll get into A a little bit The reasoning behind Why we're having this conversation I I have felt A level of responsibility um, To own up to some uh, Racist mess in my past Mm. Uh, And present Um, Sure It doesn't feel Super helpful to sit here and criticize um like wholesale racism and bigotry without owning up to the shit in my heart mm-hmm. honestly that's true mm-hmm. um so so yeah so anyway 2014 i remember this and i don't know if you remember this but um the week of kenny's wedding a bunch of um us got together for a day or a day and a half to do some you know bachelor party type stuff. I think it was uh, arcades. It was wild, y'all. It was so wild, yo. We were we got putt putt golf lit. I mean, drinking high C high C like no crazy. A laser, tagged, laser, tagged. laser tag laser tag was Pfft, right. It was wild. Right. I mean, it was. <laughs> it was it was fun it was actually actually super no fun. we had a great, time. We did have a great time i really enjoyed
1: myself it was just very pg which it, is good i love pg yeah PG's come great come on um, keep, look pg is what's kept me married for 6 years
2: let's go let's go so um <laughs> it was the that that week and it was mostly our friend group and then your cousin and your two brothers um mm-hmm. and I was in the car with one of your little brothers and another friend of ours, the friend that had given me the pass. And I used the N-word in a way that was to say, like, I'll say dude instead. Okay? So I'll say, like, this dude or dude, please. It was that sort of context, Mm -hmm. right? And your brother, who knows me a little bit but doesn't really know me that well, kind of shot me a look and was reasonably questioning why he mm. heard that from me. And our friend kind of stepped in and said, it's okay. We've given him a pass. He's, he's got black brothers and sisters. He said the exact same thing he had said to me.
1: And I know exactly what my brother said. <laughs> I wouldn't even me the card. I know exactly was. Which was what?
2: No, you don't. <laughs> okay. So I don't, I don't actually think he said anything. Okay. Okay. To okay. be honest. Um, but i remember thinking at the time that was that was dumb i mm-hmm. even if i <laughs> had the pass and was going to keep using it i was not going to use it around people that didn't know me or that i knew very well mm-hmm. again all wrong but this was what was going this was my state of mind mm-hmm. at the time sure but it was around that time that i started thinking like oh i need to be more careful when I use it, or I need to be mm. more selective with how I use it, and then two thousand sixteen happened, and racism was given the driver's seat. Uh, I shouldn't even say that; it's always been in the driver's seat, but overt racism was popular mm-hmm. in a in a in a in a way that felt kind of new—not new that had never been done before, but it was a a shocking reality that to America is being
1: is being is being videoed.
2: Yes, and, and and being accepted. I mean, mm-hmm. white supremacy was popular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is it is popular? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it took the driver's seat in a new way. Yeah, yeah like that. I think our generation. Um, it's like you said. It's not like it hasn't happened, but it was. Right. It was. It was, it was really an, overt. It was so. Yeah, it was so pushed to the forefront and continued on that trajectory. Yes. Uh, where it's like, it's not even like, we're not racist. Don't say that. And like, there's still racial, racial tendencies. It was just, it was, and still is like, no, I do not like anyone who doesn't look like me. Mm-hmm. Right. And, so, well, and that's, so that's what you're saying. You, yes. You see that and you walk into it and you're like, uh.
2: and that's, that's why I think that's why I like the word overt because of course it's always there, but it, it felt like things that had been covert or a little bit secret. Or things that maybe we felt a little bit of shame about in being racist were now popularized again and overt and loud and voted for.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. And people had no shame about No shame.
2: It. Right. So it was around that time that I think that I started
0: really uh, We're losing we're losing Doug a little bit oh. for some
2: reason. Sorry. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. It was around that time that I um Realize that my use of the N-word, which I'll just say this, is a microcosm of a larger problem. The the heart of the issue was not me using the N-word, although that is an issue that is completely unacceptable. The larger problem is racism in the heart. Mm. And that was slash is true of me. So I... Realized that that was something that I had to stop saying. And more than that, the idea that because I have black brothers and sisters or black friends, I could not be racist was really kind of the driving heart of, of, of where I was. Mm. Um, and that has um, come to be very not true. Um, always, always been very not true, but I've come to own up to the idea that that's not true. The reason I think this is on my heart right now is over the course of the last few weeks and the last couple of months, I've had some white friends reach out um, and, and talk to me or um, try to um, engage with me. And honestly, I'm very grateful for it because I think uh, since Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, there's been this kind of new awakening, right? We've seen that. We've talked about it. Um, but a lot of what I'm getting from some of my white friends is... Doug, you've been on this journey a lot longer than I have, or Doug, you've read more than I have, or you have more black people in your life than I have, and so I want to ask you this. Now, on one hand, that might factually be true, okay? Um, It's also exciting to me that more people are wanting to engage with this, so I want to engage with people who who want to engage with learning and growing and Mm -hmm. pursuing anti-racism. I'm here for that. Please don't hear this as I don't want people reaching out. But when I get those texts or when I get those phone calls, it has forced me to look in the mirror and realize that I ain't shit when it comes to anti-racism and whatever sort of pass or card or, um, goodness I was feeling about my journey, um, it's it's not what it needs to be at at the very least and um i've got a lot of work to do mm. so i have been feeling like this guilt and honestly a little bit of fear of being found out as not being the anti-racist that i tout myself as so rather than <laughs> living in fear, I just kind of wanted to out myself and, and say that I am grateful for the lessons I've learned. I'm grateful for the relationships I have, and I have a long way to go mm. in undoing the power and the living, active thoughts of white domination and white supremacy that exist all the way down to my soul.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. There's more I want to say going back, rewinding the clock a little bit further, but I'll take a break for a second and hear from you guys if you have any thoughts on that.
1: Mm. Brandon, you going to your lips for a second? No, I'm just I'm, I'm looking. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Kenny. I mean, I, first of all, first of all, thank you. Um, you know, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for your, for your vulnerability there. Cause that's, that's not a easy, um, a easy thing to talk about, um, by any means. It's not a, uh, it's not a light, um subject or, or topic, um, you know, and it's not, um, it's really difficult to, um, to own up to, uh, and really involve yourself in, in the work of, of rooting out the things that are deep. Um, you know, the deep, the deep things in your heart when it comes to, um, to racism, or or really when it comes to anything, um, you know, but, um, you know, especially racism, because we make it such a such a touchy, um, right? You know, a, a touchy topic, and so, um, so yeah. So I so I appreciate your vulnerability. Um, I do want to say, and and just kind of, um, I want to affirm you as you're on your journey um that i have seen you doing the hard work um yep absolutely you know to root out those things and to to make the changes that are necessary uh to apologize where you need to apologize to write the the um you know the wrongs that that you can write Um, and so I, so I, I want to affirm you in, you know, I see you doing the work. Yeah. And though you have a long way to go, like we all got a long way to go, you know, but though you, you, you know, you have a long way to go, don't be disheartened. Um, sure. Yeah. You know, in, in where you are appreciate that, you know, um, I mean, don't be too puffed up by where you are either, but right, right, right. <laughs> you know, but, but don't be disheartened, man. Like, sure, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like as your, you know, as your brother, you know, I appreciate the work that, that you're doing, you know, um, you know, and the, the, the effort that you're putting into growing you know and and that's nothing to um that's nothing to snuff at you know and so um you know and i i appreciate your your humility uh and in, in recognizing that you have a long way to go as well you know uh i think a lot of people would would still kind of justify you know what i'm saying uh you know uh oh, it's fine for me i got you know black brothers and sisters or you know all my friends gave me a pass or whatever you know, and honestly, you know, there were times where you know, where I didn't say anything, you know, what sure. I mean, when I heard it, I didn't say anything or you know, where I heard it and, and uh, you know, I I may have laughed along or whatever, you know, and just kinda of perpetuated, you know, that that as well. I mean we we, we can make so, this
2: very real. A few months yeah. ago you and I were on a work trip and some drinks were had and oh, we were man, hanging out man. with some friends and nobody was <laughs> drunk or anything, but we were having fun, we were you know, on a work trip, but it was in the mm-hmm. evening. So we're, I think we're at CVS or something. We're we're having fun, right? We're mm. in Orlando. It's you know again PG fun, but it was mm-hmm. fun. And well, we're PG at PG C- thirteen
0: because drinks were had. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Maybe yeah, PG yeah, 30, yeah. PG
2: twenty one mild. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> P- not good. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that's, no, that's, no, that's worse. PG, yeah,
1: PG thirteen. You know, mild, with one or two cocktails. Yeah, yeah, right. Mild drinking in intense situations. Is what it was <laughs> yeah, that, that would be the... Oh, what oh, the the, it? the, the M-
2: header on uh. It's not MSRP. What is it? The uh, yeah. ARP? No, it's... Uh, I don't... MPAA. I don't know. Motion MPAA, picture. That's There's, right. Boom. That's right. I just... Yeah. Top of the dome, boys. I see what you did. A-A-R-P. I see what you did. I had, to, I had to get two wrong first, and then I got... A, the story of whiteness. <laughs> two wrongs wrong. and then maybe a right. Okay. <laughs> the point is, while we were having fun, you said something at CVS, made a joke probably some kind of pun on a product. A terrible pun. A terrible yeah. pun, sure. as, sure, as Kenny as Kenny's actually. want to do. Yes. And I said this, and I started to say the N word. mm And I didn't finish it. And you stopped yourself. I stopped myself, and I was not going to say it, but I shouldn't have started it. And you kind of like jokingly put your hand up by me and slapped your hand, and we laughed, and another friend of ours was theirs and kind of laughed, but that was four months ago. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, man. This is not, I call it the past. It's not really the past. Four months ago, in, or I guess five months ago, in February, I was in a place where I thought it was okay to make a joke like that. That was five months ago, dude. You know, so it's like, yeah. I just want to kind of go behind what you're saying and agree with you and say that, like, yeah, there's, there's, there's work to be done. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of it as like the the relationship that we have together, but then even more so, like like the individual relationships and stuff like that, like carry a lot of weight. Sure. And so I think that there there is some sort of like reality that like things get pulled out of you because like that you you grew up, you know, at least for some a significant amount of time of your life, rationalizing away um, something that is is a a fairly big deal. Right. I mean, like in your, in your heart or whatever, just like being able to like rationalize the like, Hey, I, I got a pass from a black dude. I've got black brothers and brothers and sisters. Like nobody has said anything to me. I've got black friends. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not been a thing. Like what, you know, like it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Right. So then to suddenly, you know, and maybe it's not suddenly, maybe it's like over the course of several years, you start to realize, okay, I don't know. Maybe I really shouldn't be saying this. I've like, I, I, don't need to be there. You start doing like, you know, just doing the work to actually open your eyes right. to the stuff that's going on in the country, the stuff that has gone on in the country, where we still are, and what we're dealing with, and 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 the roots of the N word and stuff like that. And you and you say, all right,
2: maybe, <laughs> maybe not, <laughs> maybe I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> sure. Maybe maybe, maybe I right. maybe
0: I have the wrong ideas
2: of this. That's right. But yeah.
0: But but it. I think that that is a perfect illustration of where i think a lot of people not just white people but but people in general are with with anti-racism work with with uh just being aware of stuff that's gone on right just because you learn about it like that's that's the first part right right i mean like that in in the, and, and the Uh, the work of going through and and individually removing piece by piece, layer by layer, all the stuff that's been in like that, the the unconscious bias, the, um, um, the racial tendencies or views that have been like endowed upon you from like your family Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, from your family and the country as a whole. Yep. This, this work is going to take a long time to like get rid of officially. Right. Yep. Like, even the idea that it would jokingly come out of your mouth. Sure. Because I don't, I think that a lot of that is just so like you're not thinking about it. That's what the thing mm. is. Like we're not thinking about the stuff that we say, the things that we do, how we interact or react to, um, to things that come along our way. So I'm not, I, I think that I, I'm not saying that to like release you. Cause I don't think that that's my job. Right. I say that as like, I think that you can be in a really good place where you're working incredibly hard to learn and to strive to change and be better and walk alongside, uh, you know, BIPOC and all that kind of stuff and still be like, still have giant pitfalls totally, or Mm -hmm. still have pitfalls at all of things that you've like been trying to work at. Like that's the, that's the, that's the reality of the human condition. Sure. Right. is like. We realize that things are bad for us. Like, why do we? Uh,
2: I mean, it's the nature of growth, S- smoke, maturity. We we were having this conversation <laughs> right before this, right? <laughs> so smoking is bad for you, uh, right? I mean, yeah.
0: it's bad for you. We know it. We know that it causes cancer, right? Yeah. The objective truth about like, cigarettes is that they're not good for you. <laughs> it, everything about it is bad, right? And, and yet. yet we still, and yet we still like won't won't change. We won't, uh-huh. you know. Like we, mm-hmm. li- like it's crazy to think of, um, you know, like my uh, my one of my grandmas. Um it you know is is literally like lung cancer hacking up a, hacking up a lung like just coughing and coughing and is like on the back porch smoking you know what I mean you're like,- mm-hmm. wow, this is crazy <laughs> like this is a crazy idea mm-hmm. and i'm and I'm not saying that to like gloss over everything and to act as if like there's not differences. I'm just thinking of it as like the the things that we know that are actually bad and and yet the and yet and the willpower that it takes to tackle some of that um very clearly we are not endowed with all <laughs> with either like good sense or sure or, or full like self-awareness. yeah or or willingness to yeah. like work on it and so like especially with a little bit of a little bit of a what is it liquid courage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um there are things that get pulled out of you suddenly and you're like ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. And right you're 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 faced with like your real self and mm-hmm. the truth
2: is i think it's a gift
0: at times, I think, yeah. At
2: times, it can be a gift to say, oh, this is actually in there. In there. This right. is actually where sure. I'm at. This mm-hmm. is actually a, jo- a joke that I thought was going to be appropriate. Now, I'll be honest. If it's me and three of my black friends, I might make a joke that is fairly inappropriate that, that or, or, or some sort of racially uh, kidding mm-hmm. type joke. And I need to flush that out. That's probably not <laughs> a great thing for me. But I'm I'm way less likely to make that joke if there are more white people in the room. Right. And, and that's been something that's come up over the last few years is like if the majority of my friends are black or not, like I'm going to be, you know, it's a little bit like code mm-hmm. switching. We've talked about that a lot, you know. Yeah. So that's one thing. But the 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 use of the N word or like I said, that as a microcosm of a larger racial issue in my heart is that I have used those types of affirmations that you're talking about to big up myself or to think that I was ahead of the curve or to think that I was something more than i am and and over the last few weeks over the last couple of months that truth has um just become very evident mm. and 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 been very clear to me that i have not arrived <laughs> i have not um done all of the hard work that i thought i had done i have not, you know what i mean so i just kind of wanted to talk about that with y'all and 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 mention that that has been um an internal conflict and, and 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 an internal confrontation that i have faced um and honestly apologize um because i have not i have not loved you guys the way that i thought i was in 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 laying down some of that white supremacy in uprooting and we've mentioned this on the show multiple times no stone unturned right I've got more stones to unturn. I've I've, I've mm-hmm. learned that now. I've discovered that now. Sure. I, I probably should have always known that because um, I, I would have said that probably about myself or said that to other people like, oh, you never stop learning. You never stop growing. But the truth is that's where I'm at. And did you did you feel like you had kind of stopped?
1: Um, I guess you were in this place where you you had kind of stopped learning and growing and not
2: necessarily like, oh, OK, I'm done, you know, but. Not learning and growing more, just the idea that I was like one of the good white people. Mm. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So then we started this podcast earlier this year, and um, you know back then racism didn't exist. So um, you know we didn't... <laughs> <coughs> it is a very new development. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but then Ahmaud Arbery happens in February. Then the video I think services in May, shortly before Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. And then, of course, that's dominated the last, what, four or five or six episodes that we've done. Um,
0: Yeah, and there's still, you know, tons more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rashad Brooks. Yep. Elijah McClain. Yep, Yep.
2: and there will be more, unfortunately. (laughs) I mean, it's... So, I think before the breaking news of the last few months, I was in that place of thinking, I'm one of the good white people. Mm. And I wouldn't have told you I was done. I wouldn't have told you that I had no more to learn. Um but i have just been very much confronted by the reality of how much more i've got to do and how much yeah. um how much even thinking i'm one of the good ones is is part of the problem even even thinking that i could be a white savior which i haven't would never have said i wouldn't say to anyone that i am a white savior but i think i've been feeling like that mm. i think i've been feeling like I don't know that, that I, I was one of the good ones, I guess is the only way I can, I can say it, but, um, I'm not, (laughs) and I, I want, I want, um, I haven't been lying in my love for black people, right? I haven't been, uh, pretending to be anti-racist, but I I want it to be more and more true of me that I Mm -hmm. love you guys well. And that I lay down the white supremacy that is uh, learned and in, in, in living in me right now. That's real. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I that appreciate goes, yeah. that. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I mean, and I, I... I think it is a process. It is a journey. You know? And I think... I think we all need to, I guess, come from that, that angle of humility and recognizing, you know, that we're that – we're, as we're on this journey, like, we're going to have to own up to some hard stuff. That's right. Right. We're yep. going to have to hold mirrors up and really look in the mirror and take that self-assessment and, you know, see, all right, where am I really? You know, what thing and, you know, what areas – there's this – um. There's this concept called Jahari's Window, I think. Uh, I think it's called, um, that I learned when I was at the Center for Creative Leadership. Shouts out to CCL. Shouts out. Um, You know, had some amazing coaches there. Um, I thought Brandon was going to do (laughs) that. Shouts out. There it is. is. (laughs) Thanks, homie uh <laughs> got you, got you.
2: There's So my, many inside jokes. My son, the last my son calls Brandon homie. <laughs> that's his name. That's not just what like, he calls he, him. He, he, thinks he literally,
1: he's not too. young <laughs> he literally thinks that's Brandon's name. My, uh, my, uh, his, his grandmother, my wife's mom, was, uh, was asking him. Uh, oh, who'd you, you know, we came, they came over, uh you know, and played at Brandon's house. And I said, who'd you, who'd you see today? And he went through the list. You know, it's a Theo. You know, that's that's Brandon's son and putting it all out and there. And Lincoln. Oh, it's all that. <laughs> you know, Names. And, and uh Adjuncts. who else do you see? <laughs> I saw homie. <laughs> 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 uh. But uh but yeah, there's this 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 uh there's this concept called Jahari's window, which is a uh it looks like a window pane. It's a square uh, with four sections. And each section Is something that's known of self. Hmm. And so, for instance, the top um, left hand, uh, the top left, yeah, top left pain would be, um, you know, things that are known about you um, by yourself, like Mm -hmm. the things that you know about yourself and the thing that that other people know about you. Right. You know, you move over one pain to the right, you know, so that top right hand pain. That's the pain of uh, that you know about yourself, but that other people do not know about you. Right. You move uh, to that bottom left-hand pain, and that's what other people know about you that you do not know about yourself. Yep. And then that bottom right-hand pain are things that you don't know about yourself and that other people don't know about you as well. So right. So those undiscovered portions, right? That's good. And so... The the whole purpose is, um, you know, as you're looking at these different um, areas of your life and looking at these different things in your life, you know, and you're you're looking at and analyzing, okay, what things are things that I know about myself and that other people know about me? You know, mm. these are the things that are known, right? You know, what things do I know about myself that other people don't know about me? You know, that's people being able to get to know you. You're sharing those things with other people and that moves into those pain, the, the pain that uh, that things, you know, of things that people know about you and that, um, you know, uh, that, that you know about yourself and right. that uh, people know about you, you know, though. And then the blind spots, you know, come in, the things that other people see in you or the people, the things that other people know about you that you don't know about yourself. That's right. And so you want those relationships, you know, so that people can bring those things up to where you're mm. knowing these things. Other people know, you know, know these things about you, but you're knowing these things about yourself, you know. And then, you know, together you guys are discovering the things that you don't know about yourself and working through the things that you don't know about you and that other people don't know about That's you, good. right? And so the whole point is to be fully known hmm. and moving those things into that pain where you're knowing yourself and other people who are in your circle, they're knowing you as well. That's an you important know. piece of it. <laughs> the right. people in your right. circle. Because not everybody right. needs not to know. Not <laughs> everybody needs to know everything about you, you know. But there are some people that do. Right. Right. You know, and so your closest, your closest, uh, your closest. Crew, your squad, right? You know, those are those are your squad. people that <laughs> those are the people that that know you know the things about you that that's you right. know about yourself. And so the whole idea is, you know, you should have people in your life who, mm. you know, you're being fully known, you know, with, and you're getting to know them fully. You know, I feel like in this context, it it it, you know, that's one of the things that moved into uh into that pain for you is Mm. recognizing okay i'm not as far along as as i would you know would like to be or would need to be yeah you know and you know it i don't i don't necessarily know that it took you know somebody pulling you to the side and saying hey you know you know that's okay and things like that but you know i know there have been things where you know people have either had to pull you to the side or Mm -hmm. pull me to the side or pull brandon to the side you know, it's a hey, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you should think about this. Or right. That's not okay. You know. And I feel like as we're on this journey, you know, everybody needs to seek to have those people in their circle that, that can call them out on different things. The blind you spots. Know? You're right. Call them out in their blind spot. Yep. Or, you know, that they they'll feel comfortable sharing like the blind spots that they that they know about, you know, but that other people don't see you know, being able to work through and you can tell those things to those people and process those things with those people and be able Mm. to bring that stuff into the light as well, you know? And so I think, you know, all that to say, like, as we're on this journey, it's all about, you know, knowing, you know, knowing yourself and knowing others. And I think that's part of the work or, or that that's, uh, part of the, one of the things that aids in this work of, you know becoming anti-racist definitely. definitely because if you don't if if you don't know yourself you know if you know if you're not ready if you're not able to recognize the areas uh you know in your life where you're you know where you're like okay no, nah, i see some racist tendencies here some racist ideas right as uh as ibram uh kendi says, right you know as he calls it you know racist ideas uh if i'm not able to recognize that in myself if i'm you know me as a black man if i'm not able to recognize the racist ideas that i hold you know i can't grow you know nor can i help anybody else grow because i'm not willing to admit that there are racist ideas that i hold that there are times where where i have to check myself you know even as a uh even as a wow. as a black man and sure. so you know i you know it's it's hard work and i appreciate you doing that work you know, I appreciate you recognizing that that work isn't done, you know, and I want to encourage you in that, you know, to keep doing that, you know, keep doing that work, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, and I, I, I was going to say don't be too hard on yourself, but hey, keep being hard on yourself yeah, because I, mean, I think that's the problem. I think that's part of the problem. We, you know, we're, we're not hard enough on ourselves. We don't check. We let we, up We a like little to bit. excuse everything away. Yep. You know, and you know the things that aren't okay you know and i'm i feel i feel there was a time where i would have given somebody a pass sure you know there was a time where there were times where i gave you a pass sure you know and i i attributed or contributed to that that uh you know that work of um of perpetuating racist ideas you know Hmm. um and so i i just want to go on record you know for for all my white friends it is not okay for you to say the n word, it is not. Uh, actually, I was listening to. Um, I'm trying to remember who sent it to me. Um, I think it was my sister, um, but she sent me this talk um, about Ibram Kendi and uh, somebody at uh, he was he was speaking at a at a, uh, at a university, I think, and um, you know, uh, uh, you know, young white uh, female. Um, stood up and asked a question about, um, you know, like, you know, rap lyrics, you know, like they say the N-word and things like that. And, you know, she has friends and she doesn't say it, but she has friends, like she'll hear them rapping and it's really uncomfortable and she doesn't know how to address it and know how to tell them like, hey, Mm. maybe that's not a good idea, you know, but they have this, you know, uh, these really good arguments and everything, and so you know, and she asked him what his thoughts were on that, and so uh, he used the example of, um, you know, and you, mom, excuse my language, but uh, <laughs> my mom listened to this podcast. She she actually went on the better uh, the Better Health website. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of which, Brandon,
2: did you have something you wanted to say?
0: Better Help. Oh, is, uh, an excellent app. Okay. Um, what do they do? <laughs> what they do. Check this out. No, you don't even realize what they do. Is I, 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 I they can't wait. They match you with a excellent, competent, licensed.
2: But but are they in counselor. my state? They I oh, mean
0: they're. Th- I think they're in all fifty states. Oh, they're in my state. Oh my Kay. gosh! And they are. <laughs> they are licensed in your state. If you have any problems with your counselor, change them at any time. Are you? They've got financial financial aid. Wow. Uh, help you out i'm telling uh, you there's some great plans available it's amazing. And, better health i mean and i mean what better time better Health. isn't it called better help better help
1: better You're help saying better health i was saying better health just because i was like eh, was they're not paying for this time. so oh your mom went to better health and she, <laughs> she didn't she, get yeah, any help at better all better health doc, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's hey mrs roberts <laughs> hey hey mom but uh but yeah so um hey. i forgot what i was saying about my mom she went to the website yeah, she no, went to the website. You, I was said, saying you said
0: excuse my excuse my Oh, excuse, language excuse my language. so, right. so my in Bob the Ibrahim the I was talking about the Ibrahim. Yeah, Thank the, you, Brandon.
1: Ibrahim X Thank Kendi, you, Brandon. Uh Ibrahim X Kendi talk. And so he uh one one of the examples that he used, he said his wife, um, it was like, you know, her and her girlfriends, they you know they'll use the word bitch and they'll be talking like Hey bitch, you know, I'll... he he said I have uh he's like, I am not dumb. Nah, he didn't say, nothing. maybe he didn't say dumb enough. He said, I, I am not going to, it's not my place to join in that. Mm. You know, I'm not going to go up to my wife's feet and be like, hey, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, and so it's, you know, it's it's one of those things where he's like, nor do it, but nor do I want to, you know, because I like, I know the implications, you know, of, of that, of that word and, and that coming from me. But it's a term that they've, they've used, you know, as a term of endearment and things like that. And that's their prerogative. You know, it's a great, great you know, that's not his place to join in that. And so, you know, I felt like that was a a great example, Um, you know, and uh, and I I, I really do feel like, you know, whereas I would have given a pass, you know, before I see the the harm and the and the damage that that does, um, you know, just in, in perpetuating these racist ideas. You know, because if if that's okay, you know what's not to say that something else is 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 okay as well, you know. Um, so yeah, so I appreciate you bringing that up, sure, and uh, and being open about that.
0: Um, I I appreciate it as well. Yeah, I forgive you. Thank you. I don't know if I can. Only half of me can forgive you. Oh sure right. That's real. That, and the other half of the other half of me is is Is, 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 <laughs> is it uh, meant that you said it, it were too it is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. I am man. The the resources, um so so the, the, there's a book that my wife has read um, that she was going through. I think I might have talked about it in the last episode or whatever. But um, it's uh, Me and White Supremacy. It's like mm. a 28-day journey thing that, that is 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 geared for white people. Hmm. And the whole, you know, it's like, I think it's set into, well, they did it by like twice a week. You would read, uh, I think it's a chapter a day a day, but it's not like a a long chapter. It's just like broken into tons and tons of small concepts, you know, white fragility. Mm -hmm. uh,
2: Just basically forcing you to confront all these.
0: It it gives very specific examples of like how it plays out in daily life. How have you, um, you know, uh, how have you, um, when you look at black men how does that make you feel what is, and oh, then wow. it like and then it mm. points into like all these different things of like where that shows up of like of of black children and then when black you know, like uh, uh, idolizing black children and thinking that they're beautiful and all that kind of stuff but then once they grow up at that what oh point my gosh. is that mm-hmm. just like all these kind of things and it points Whew. into all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff over and over and over again and really forces you to to confront that and so then what what my wife was doing with um four of her friends was like you know it, every two days or twice a week um, is going th- going through like, you have to answer those questions. Like there mm-hmm. are questions at the end of it and you need to answer them. Wow. Um, but what has been the bane of my existence is there's a word <laughs> in there that that the the author, um, well, a phrase that she uses, she says, white for white people or white passing. And that's always mm. the thing that makes me, I'm like, no, fuck this
2: wow <laughs> mm. yeah and i'll cut that i'll cut that one up. That a little <laughs> right, too strong, But right. it's like you little know the
0: beep that's that's the one that like
2: that hits a nerve I've, I've said it a ton mm, of yes. times in here yes. like mm-hmm. the
0: chameleon-esque like thing mm-hmm. is like yeah so it, it it doesn't but it doesn't necessarily matter if like my black brothers and sisters or my latin brothers uh, brothers and sisters like see me as as part of the group wow if i'm also seen on the other side Man. As part of the group, right? You know what I mean. Like if I'm also seen on the white side as part of the group, like nice that passing. forces me to address mm. stuff that mm. I don't want to address. Dude. I want to mm. be able to. That's like point so it out heavy, man. So, so. Wow,
2: that's so heavy. Gosh, wow,
0: dude, that's so real. That, so that whole joke, I know it's like it's it was a joke to say. Half, you of, know, you like is, half yeah. of you is like. Uh, well, we've
2: even joked about your church having X number of you know blank and a half black people. I, st- I say I say it all the time. Yeah. I always am like, yeah, you know, there's
0: that. Well, there's there's one and a half of both of us here. That's great. <laughs> That's excellent. We have a great perspective. Um, but you know, like, kind of what you said, Doug. There is a there is a time and a trajectory at which these things have like been made. Aware, you've been made aware of like some of these things in your life, mm-hmm. and then they either completely drop off, mm-hmm. or they start to exponentially become like you become more aware of of the concept of whiteness, right? The mm-hmm. concept of like um, somebody said, oh, it's it might be in it might be in, seeing, in the Seeing White podcast, but mm-hmm. it was like you know wanting to like celebrate the culture of like black folks and then. And then the, the opposite of that being white and wanting to like celebrate your cultural heritage and people pointing to like the Confederate flag and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff like that. Like we don't mm-hmm. want to get rid of all the statues and
1: we'll talk about that and, another day.
0: Yeah, well that's that's like a, a, a ten parter. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's gonna
2: be its own miniseries. Yeah.
0: But the question came up with that: When was whiteness ever good? Mm like when was there ever like a good whiteness like what were the accomplishments Mm. of like whiteness that was helping push society forward wow Mm. and it was like a you know there's kind of like and actually anna asked me that question and i was like you know like we we did some we did some stuff according to bo
2: burnham white guys (laughs) invented everything except Uh, peanut butter (laughs) 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 at least that's what i was taught
0: but i think that that i think that that's a very real thing i mean i mean um even um i feel like we're going to have to link a bunch of stuff all over yeah that's uh, fine We will. and, but, yeah. and, and
1: yeah. i i just want to add to i just want to put a little disclaimer on that you know we are not saying in in that there there's a lot oh, of things that you'll have to read <laughs> there's a, there are there are a lot of things that you'll have to um uh, Read or or listen to, because I get the context. Yeah, to get the context. Yeah, that's good. You know, go out. I I have (laughs) talked about it multiple times, (laughs) but I'm gonna talk about it again. Seen on radio. Seen on radio. Season Season two. Season two. Mm. Seeing white. If you have not listened to it, go back and listen to it. It is so good, and and not only will you understand the context um but it'll challenge you in a lot of ways. I almost um, quit my
2: job the other day so I could finish listening to episode 4.
1: That's real. That's real. That's I did so quit my job just so I can no, I'm just
0: kidding. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I got I got
1: kids. But uh to pay for. And so it's uh <laughs> <laughs> and they
0: are expensive.
1: Well, but uh but yeah, go, go back and listen to it because it <laughs> it is so uh, it is so so good. And right. so just to give a little bit of context there. Um, they were having that conversation um you know and as they're going through the um the concept of race um which being, is a
0: concept which
1: is a concept a, a created construct uh, for the for the purposes of uh of wielding power that's right um you know particularly for for white men um you know but you know later on i got extended but um particularly Did for it? white men it like, yeah because because at first there there weren't all whites they were included in that there were well, certain whites that and weren't that's, included that's where in
0: it, that. that's where it all broke down you know, nor and yeah and so they had to break down to do. where they're like i don't i, don't, I mean they right and include irish folks
1: right 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 in and whites. so yeah and then they had to include them later on but yeah Duh. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah they had to include them later on but so all that to say all that to say um you know they were having that conversation of of uh, of race being something that was invented for that purpose mm-hmm. you know and so it came up like as they're discussing you know and they're talking about that whole concept of whiteness and whiteness being something that was created to distinguish between um you know between whites you know and particularly you know like i said white males and other everything right. else was 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 other right you know if you ain't if you ain't white you ain't with us you know and so that being the case the the quest that's where the question came up of you know has has whiteness ever been good you know has there ever been you know a good whiteness whiteness. and so not so not saying you know the the individual person you know like a, a, a a light skin or a um a caucasian person or a person of caucasian descent right but talking about the concept of whiteness itself right has it ever been a you know has there ever been a situation where where uh whiteness has been a good thing sure right um in its essence and so um so yeah that's the that's the context of of what he was saying
0: totally well i don't remember what i was gonna say you were
2: talking with anna about she asked you that question has whiteness ever been yeah good
0: Oh well, I mean, I was, yeah, I think I was already ready to like trans transition. Okay, okay cool. Okay. I was Sorry. gonna say something about the ACLU, the the video, the video, for the oh. confederacy video from twenty seventeen. Yeah, let's. I mean, do we, we want to talk about? I wasn't gonna say we we go in depth. I was just thinking of like there was there was something that was said that made me link back hmm. to what he uh-huh. we was talking about, and then we are now, gonna
2: do probably to. a deep dive right on the we, confederacy, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and
0: and really and. I don't, I don't even know. Oh, that's what, that's what it was. It's, it's um, from the very beginning of that video, the, the, the context of the video um, or, or the context of the lecture is that our history as Americans, yeah. not, not white or black. Right. But our history has been shielded from us, mm-hmm. has been intentionally wiped clean or intentionally like um, muddled mm-hmm. in, in different places to make it more palatable. Right. And so the more that we like uncover our history and the more that we learn about ourselves, I think the the more sobering it can be. Mm. You know, like the Confederacy thing and, and the Confederate flag and like all that, I, I feel like we can argue about it forever about states' rights and all that stuff. It's like, okay, fine, let it be states' rights. Just look at what the states were saying. Right. Just <laughs> look at what they said mm-hmm. when they seceded. Look at what mm-hmm. they said yep. when the topic of slavery came up mm-hmm. like it just doesn't even have to be a question
1: i love that he said in the video if you want to know what the civil war was about ask the men who fought it right mm.
0: and it said that every Whoa. you know in, in 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 every state dude that is such a good it's, line it's so it's powerful bro it's so clear yeah and and it's so funny that we can still like whine about it like it's crazy i I don't, I just, I'm, I'm trying to just think of, like, if we hung the, like, the Nazi flag, like, in America, and mm-hmm. just, were like, no, I mean, it's not what it, that's, I understand that that's what it meant, but it came from, you know, like, a Buddhist It has symbol. to do with German
2: heritage. It was a Buddhist symbol
0: back in the day. I mean, it just, I do understand. They, they just, they they co-opted it. Believe.
2: Brandon's fake voices are my favorite thing in the it's whole hilarious. world. Well, cause it's hilarious.
0: because <laughs> it's, because it's, it's so nonsense. dumb. It's so dumb. It's just, it so, why, like, why are, why are we so incapable of just, like, looking, e- like,
1: Because we've never done it before. We don't have to care
0: about anyone else. Yeah, that's that. I think that's the truth. We have never done it before. And when we're faced with it, coming back to like what you said, Doug, and what I was maybe alluding to and didn't fully say, but that stuff sucks. Like, brutal. That is some like, that's some shit that we have to really look at and be like, man, I have to look at myself in the mirror and then reevaluate every relationship, every, you know, ideology, mm-hmm. things yep. that I've like held dear. And you realize that like, you know, like for me, I, I think it's something that I have to keep working through and I'm not going to get, I don't, I mean, we're already at 50 something minutes. I want to really get into it at this exact moment, but there's this thing that I, I look at in myself a lot. And I'm like, man, I'm, I make a lot of like rate, like racial jokes. Mm. I'm, I, it's something that I like talk about all the time. I'm always talking about race. Mm. I'm always letting people know where I come from, I'm Hmm. always saying that my dad's black, my family's black, like all that kind of stuff. And I don't, you know, I think that part of it is like just me wanting to celebrate it Mm. and being excited about that and like learn, you know, like caring about that. And then there's another part of like, have I, you know, built my entire identity around Mm. race? Wow. Wow. You know, like, is that, is that something that I've done? Yeah. And and I have not worked all that stuff out. Mm -hmm. I haven't, gotten to the bottom of it but there are times that you like you know especially when I'm when we're doing all this work when I'm doing like I'll talk speak for me personally but when I'm doing the work of looking at yeah, at heritage and looking at history mm-hmm. and looking at um, how it plays out in America now and being like man like I've got, I've got stuff that I need to atone for on both sides mm-hmm. but more specifically with the the want to be accepted into, mm. into one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm. and I don't think that that's, I don't think I ever talk about that
2: part, mm. you mm-hmm. know? Like, I don't
0: think that's the, there's like, um, almost like a cherry picking of like, I'll, I'll choose the good things from both sides. And mm-hmm. Like wow, you're yeah. racist over there and I'm, I'm not cause I'm black, so I can't be And oh, oh shit. Yeah, I can. Of course I can. Like that's yeah. stupid. Like that's such, ridiculous, that's such a as ridiculous white, statement. Yeah. As
2: white passing, you might not be experiencing some of the same struggle. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. so like, that's, that's, that's what I mean like, yeah. is like, yeah. is wow. the, the cherry picking Man. the,
0: the chameleon esque mm-hmm. part of like, if I can be accepted over here, like, you mm-hmm. know, I'm black, we're good. We got it. I got you. was good. Mm-hmm. You know, that up. We're good. I'm wow. over here and nobody's ever gonna like think the wiser and it's fine. Yeah. You know, like I'm not gonna get wow. I, I, when I get pulled over, although I experience all all sorts of like f- you know, incredible amounts of fear. I mean, I was in the car with you yesterday. Uh two days ago. Mm, My Kenny. boy's driving. Yes. He's you, it's not Doug. You. <laughs> <laughs> you as I look at Doug yeah. speaking this to is a, This is an audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> We're driving in the car and I think you were like you were just looking at your phone while we were like coming out of uh, like you were like turning right and you like looked at your phone I'm like boy put your phone away like I'm not trying to get like if we get pulled over I'm not I'm not into it like I can't do it like I freak out yeah. I freak out yeah. and it's like there's nothing actually wrong <laughs> but I'm just like that I'm I'm always on edge hmm. if we get pulled over the it is almost you know there with with it, I, it's probably not going to happen. They're not going to look at me and be like, oh, I mean, look at this little Negro over here. We got to kill. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, it's not going to happen. Most
2: likely. Sure. Uh,
0: And yet, I'm like, and you, I mean, I brought this up before, but you can look at, you can talk to Anna about it. I'm like, oh, God,
2: oh my God. Just mm.
0: open the window. Wow. Keep your hands on Don't even turn the car off until he tells you to turn the car off. Wow. Don't. don't the sound is off. There's nothing happening
2: here. Mm-hmm. Sir. Wow.
0: Yes, sir. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. Don't and and it's for, like. Why mm. I don't I don't know.
1: That's mm. real. That's real. I, don't know. Uh, that's real. Why? But that, I do know. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's real. Um, what
2: are you gonna say? Mm.
1: I no. I'm I'm just taking it. I th- I think that's such a hard like because and and I wonder, man, like where. I feel like we being faced with that question of apart from my racial identity, who am I? Mm. You know, I mean, and honestly for any of us, you know, but I remember my sister, um, and we and we would love to do a series and isn't you know it would be great we we would love to do a series on you know with you guys asking us
0: questions and things like that. I feel and like we're yeah. gonna talk about this at the end, right? Like the the plans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah because we got plans. We got plans. But uh, but yeah, my sister asked. um uh, She she brought up. I forgot who.
2: I don't I even know what that
1: was. <laughs> I think it was ham. Yes, I just said it. <laughs> oh, exactly People do it. love the way she says ham. ham.
2: Okay, side quick, quick side note. How weird is it that okay? So that NBC era was like The Office, Parks and Rec, Thirty Rock, 30 Rock. and Community. Mm-hmm. How weird is on it On Thursdays on Thursday nights? Yeah, it was In like eight to ten. Boom, prime time. How weird is it that Thirty Rock had that? I don't even want to call it a storyline, but it's that one little joke on Ham, and then a, like later on Community. Uh, Ken Jong's character Senior Chang Becomes the ham guy It's like What I don't know It's so weird to me To think about How they both had these Tiny little subplots Where characters are Representing The ham industry Anyway Mm. Go ahead Mm. That's a a side Somebody somebody
0: bring me Some ham
1: (laughs) Ham But uh, But yeah And so My sister Ham girl (laughs) That's Ken Jong.
2: Ham girl girl uh <laughs> all
1: right sorry my sister brought um uh, she she brought up uh a quote from from some i'm i don't even remember who said it um but essentially um she was talking about the concept of getting rid of whiteness um like denying you know it, and right? you're right right yeah, of, like of white people denying their denying right. whiteness or right denying their whiteness you know and i i remember you know when she said it I was just really I was really struck by it because I was like, Huh. Like one, what would that even look like? Two, you know, what would I say if somebody asked me to, you know, to give up my and this this is before, you know, like all of this is before all of this deep diving like, you know. Um and so there there are things that I know and understand now that I didn't know and understand then. Mm-hmm. Just as far as, you know, race being you know the the inception of race and where it came from you know but you know then I was like man that's that's such a a preposterous notion you know uh just because I could not wrap my mind around it which is it's still difficult to wrap my mind around because everything within the country is is rooted in race right you know you're bombarded with it You know, everywhere. Sure. You know, especially like me as a me as a black. There is not a moment where I don't, you know, think about the fact that I'm black. You know, or I'm not reminded about the fact that I'm black. You know, my sister, uh, uh, she retweeted something that somebody said, um, and essentially they were like, "When I'm in a uh, when I'm the only black person in the room, I don't feel exceptional. I just feel alone." You know and i'm like man that is so very true like there's never been a situation where i felt exceptional as the only black person in the room you know what i'm saying i just i just i feel like i you know kind of want to you know even as extrovert i feel like i kind of want to you know shrink back you know that's interesting man it's you know and so everything is rooted in in race um you know and so she she brought that up about that concept of you know what would it you know Like, do you think, somebody made that quote, and she was like, do you think that, you know, that's something that would be, um, you know, beneficial or necessary or whatever? And, you know, at the time, I didn't have an answer. I still don't have an answer now. But, you know, I think right, I think now I can kind of wrap my mind a little bit around, you know, that question of, okay, what would it look like if, uh, you know, the concept of race was removed in America, you know? uh, And what would it look like if, you know, it was no longer, you know, white and black, or you know, and you know, not not forget your your heritage, you know, you know, or maybe we we pushed more towards heritage and ethnicity as opposed to race, right itself, which right? are different things, right, definitely, yep. You know, but you know, she asked that question, and it, it was just a a real pointed question, you know, something that really stuck with me because it's like. Who am I outside of my my racial identity you know oh, what are the things that I cling to what are the things that you know uh who am I as a human uh as a human being if we take away that that notion of race hmm. you know I feel like if you know if we kind of contemplated that a little bit more you know I feel like that could you know one i think that would that would do a lot with helping us to understand other people you know because then you know if i'm if I'm taking away that um you know, that inkling of, or that part of, you know, who I am or who, you know, somebody says I am, you know. Yeah. Then, you know, not only am I seen for for uh, things other than that, other uh, aspects of who I am other than that, but I'm able to see others, you know, or other aspects, you know, who they are other than that, you know, as, as just, you know, so even my, my white brother, I'm able to see him, you know, more than just a, a white person, you know, but who are they, you know, in terms of the you know, the the innards of their soul. Yep. You know, who like, who are they really? And so that's good. uh humans. So that's so all that to say that's a very I feel like that's a very deep thing that you're diving.
2: Wrestling into with and yeah, wrestling with and um Oh well, it's, it's, it's I mean to me it seems really tough like it's as a lot of tough questions that you're asking and probably going to be some tough answers in the quest for uh why and the quest for truth within that so yeah. I can
1: I can empathize with that and I ain't got an answer that's uh, a I show kind of rocking answer and proper
0: I think I think I have the answer that I have is yes to all of it hmm. is is there is uh es- especially you know when you're when you're light skinned and and I even like have to like figure out is there a different and even a different term right because like hmm. on one level the one drop rule existed like <laughs> for a long time um you know it, like we we were looking to figure out who you were so that we could categorize you so that we could put mm-hmm. you in your place like that was the goal right um i think we have taken great strides to move forward and then have forgotten about a lot of that stuff and and still try to keep the black and white so like you mm-hmm. so like when you see when people say when i say light skin i'm talking about my skin being light mm-hmm. right and then you see what a lot of black folks would call light skin is not the same light skin indians you know Light skindians
1: mm, That's what we. Yeah. I've never heard that. Oh, uh, we there was this group of girls in high school. We called the light skindians <laughs> Yikes! Uh,
0: she was cute though. The
1: light skinned mm.
0: <clears throat> Uh. <laughs> but, you know, like being as light as I am, I still have to like. I think I. The, it's the whole thing with in in black AF with um. Rashida Jones yeah. her her character mm-hmm. where she's like it's not that I don't see myself as black, it's that because I'm because I'm mixed, yep. like I mm-hmm. am, I am judged to a higher degree of like having to like be up on my mm-hmm. you know credibility. Shit. I gotta know yeah. I gotta know who these people are and what they did and, yep. and all that stuff. You're never gonna be questioned on this because you're black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. I am because uh, are you black enough? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. And, 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 you know, I think that there's just a ton that I could probably say if there's, and then there's, there's hurts and wounds from how I was raised and how my dad left. And yeah, you know, there's like all that stuff that plays into it, which, mm-hmm. which is just, oh yeah, that's just the human condition. Again, we got to talk, you know, like how much does that play into, you know, race being thrown on top of it and then, we th- we are just looking for ways to separate ourselves rather right. than, than unity and all that kind of stuff. Right. But
2: Yeah. Um so I know we're getting long, but oh, yeah. I mean, I'm feeling that? a little bit confessy. Oh no. That's uh Undead I- to Me season two.
1: I'm like, there's more. <laughs>
2: no, <Linda, laughs> uh, okay, Hey look
0: look man, there's if y'all if y'all are <laughs> yeah, oh, we're about to go. <laughs>
2: um no and uh, the reason I say confessy is because Undead to me Character, that one girl says, I know you get confessy, and I thought it was really funny. <laughs> so. Um, you mind if I talk about Myrtle Beach?
1: No, I don't. Mind okay, I don't, don't know if I you don't. actually know this. I was thinking, I was thinking about uh, oh, you really trying to get deep. I mean,
2: it's gonna be our last episode for a while, <laughs> bro. <laughs> we'll talk about that more later. I don't know, I don't have to. No, 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 go for it. <laughs> Were you thinking of something else I needed to confess? <laughs> no, I <laughs> yes, okay. So,
0: Kenny <laughs> just being like, um, "Oh, I'll
2: try to, I'll try to do this quickly because we're at, you know, over an hour, or whatever." Um, so, I mean, y'all know that you know, I moved here in 2010, obviously pursuing a girl that I ended up marrying. Holler. hey, Kristen. Kristen, Kristen, there it is. Brandon calls her Kristen. Cracks me up. <laughs> um, so. Didn't really know hardly anybody else in North Carolina. Well, the people that I did know I knew through Kristen, and that wasn't many people. But um, I moved here thinking uh, it was for that purpose that, um, you know, at the time, you know, really, and I shouldn't say I don't believe this now, but at the time, definitely really believed that God had called me here to pursue Kristen and that uh, hopefully we were going to have a life together if she was open to that. Um and that was a big part of why I came here, but it was not the only reason. And um, There had been um, some circumstances in my life, in the life of my family, that had led me to a place that was uh, pretty rough, and um, I didn't know about the friends that I would meet here and find here that I very much needed. So um, back home in Florida, I had some family members that were um the victims of some um pretty violent crimes and um it just so happened that the young men perpetuating these crimes were young young black men and um I did not know at the time what that was doing in my heart um But that circumstance um, put me in a place where I was uh, angry, hateful, um, racist um, towards black men specifically. So I moved to North Carolina. um, And it just so happens that the majority of the first group of guys that I meet and begin to connect with and form relationships with are black men. And we had been knowing each other and, and hanging out and spending some time together uh for eight or nine months at this point and we took a weekend trip down to Myrtle Beach in, in July of twenty eleven. And it was maybe five or six of us. I think I was the only white guy. Did your brother go? No, he was at camp. I don't remember. Any yeah, in- anyway I think he were. Yeah, but I I began to realize over the course of that weekend, and it became very evident to me that this was not by accident, Uh that I really believed that I had been rescued out of a path of overt, hateful racism that I didn't even know was growing in me at the time, but it became very clear that it was. Uh I think only two or three other people even know about this conversation, but... Over the course of that weekend in Myrtle Beach, it was a, a Saturday or a Sunday morning, a bunch of PG fun happening again like, PG we, fun. <laughs> like we want to do. PG. It's PG fun. I mean, the continental breakfast was wild. I don't want to play that. It now. was wild. So they scrambled them eggs. Elijah might have been there. I don't remember. Anyway, Ken and I were having breakfast together, just the two of us. And at some point, I don't know why it had hit me that weekend specifically, I was just very confronted with the truth of the things that I had allowed myself to believe was true of all black men because of the actions of a couple of guys in my hometown. Mm. And I sat there with Kenny in tears, just confessing. The, the racism and the hatred that took root and was living in my heart. And I really feel like I was rescued out of that situation in Florida, brought to North Carolina. Yes. For my wife. Yes. To have this new life that I have that I love. Um, But it is not lost on me that the first group of people I met were black men that loved Jesus and loved me. Mm. And I didn't seek that out. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know I needed that. I didn't know I didn't know I needed that. Um, but you guys and other friends of ours saved me. I mean, re- literally rescued me out of um, that that particular path of darkness. And I'm very grateful for that. And that morning in Myrtle Beach, Kenny forgave me, told me he loved me, told me that i mean you were still here with me you weren't you weren't getting away from the table um and even though i hadn't had that depth of conversation with other um friends at the time i have experienced a tremendous amount of grace and patience and forgiveness from bipoc from from my black friends um and i feel very fortunate um to to have those relationships and to experience that level of grace. Um and I am sitting here nearly ten years after moving here for the first time and just very aware that the the course of my heart was set differently uh. by moving here. Uh. And I'm really grateful for that. Uh. Um
1: That's what's up,
0: man. I mean, we love you, dude. Yeah, love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I can say that too. I mean, <clears throat> I can say that my life is very different than uh, West Coast Brandon. <laughs> West West. So I can. I mean, it's yeah. weird. it's I think it's weird the way that things play out at times. Sure. You know, yeah. and and like the way or the reasons that we do the things that we do is not always like what the the real reason
2: right right
0: you know and we just and you're not going to realize it until it's happened and you're like oh look at that yeah yeah this is a good thing That's and i can say that because i really it it although i like north carolina now like i don't think that would have been my choice right i mean i was west coast best coast for
2: yeah long time yeah Mm. i think you said that to me last week yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably North County, no
0: But you know, like, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that that's, I think that that's super real, and mm. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, i I'd, I'd never, had, you had never said that to me, yeah, or not, I you didn't you weren't saying that to me, but yeah, I've never. I had mean, it was a,
2: of. it was a powerful moment. I mean, I think you know, and not not just with racism, but I think anytime you've um, experienced forgiveness, which I've experienced <laughs> a lot of from different people in my oh. life, but. Um, I mean, it really felt like it felt like a turning point. You know, it felt like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm different now because Mm -hmm. I felt that forgiveness uh, from you and felt like this is a a repentance, right? It's, it's. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm charting a new course now as a result of that. And so I think, in in whatever ways you experience that, uh, you know, after, um, I mean, I I guess a betrayal or after a a a course of of wrong. Thoughts or, or decisions or whatever when when you experience forgiveness like that and that's very much what I categorize that as man mm-hmm. is uh, that I mean I, I really feel like it changed my life um, and I'm very grateful.
1: Right, that's what's up, bro. That is what's up. I right, appreciate you sharing that, bro.
2: Yeah, appreciate y'all. Um, so we're gonna maybe take a break for a little while on this here podcast. Um, we're gonna been, leave.
1: We're gonna leave you with all of that heaviness, oh, all of that. We have done. Take a break. I
2: believe this is our full our tenth full episode. So. Um, and we're going to kind of tie a bow on this on what we're calling season one, mm-hmm. um, but the only reason we're taking a break is because we've got plans. Right, we're not trying to slow down. We're not trying to lose some steam. We've we've been very grateful for the response mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you. But we all work full time jobs and have mm-hmm. other responsibilities and. Mm-hmm. Uh, have felt a little out of control when it comes to some of this. And so with it being deep into the summer and family vacations and, and lots going on, um, we feel like we kind of want to just take a break. Uh, but the purpose is to kind of regroup, make some plans, and hit it hard, season two. That's, That's right. right.
0: That's right. Yeah, we're we're trying to tighten up some of our practices now that we've been doing it a little bit. We have we feel like we have a little bit more experience <clears throat> in what we're doing and, and understand what it takes and what we want to do and and how we want to get better Mm -hmm. and how we want it to grow. So we're talking about ways to, to engage more with questions as they come in and, and uh, you know, doing things during the week on Instagram, on Twitter, on whatever. Yep. Like just really trying to, uh, you know, let people know what what we're watching or consuming beforehand so that we can discuss it Mm -hmm. um, and, and people will have context for what we've just watched. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily have to watch it later, um, or read or whatever. So yeah, I think I mean I, I think this is this is a good thing. Never. This is a very good thing, um, and it, and I think that the break is not at least in my mind the break is not a very long one or a hefty one or anything. Right. It's just it's just trying to regroup and figure out hey how do we want those practices to be um, executed. So yeah, we can actually and we, like, put, put them in place.
2: And we will be back.
1: That's right. This is not goodbye. This see is, is see you later. Mm, say it again. Yeah. This is not goodbye. This is see you later. Oh, I wasn't really serious. But oh. Okay. This is cool. the 90s show. But I, I do want to. Th- back. The 90s
0: <laughs> movie. We're back.
2: I never saw that. Actually. I never saw that either. <laughs> the look Brandon of Brandon's is face. Oh, he is offended God. by both of us. With the
0: dinosaurs oh, in the City? We're back.
2: No. Oh, no. <laughs> You're an ass. Oh, cartoon! Yes, of course yes. it was a cartoon. No, he said dinosaurs it. in New York. City. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Bruh. all of you. <laughs> said cartoon. No, it was a live-action
1: dinosaurs in New York City. Hey, you know that show Dinosaurs? I award you. I don't no know that points. show
0: Dinosaurs. I award you no points, and all of us
2: are uh, dumber yeah. for havin- yeah, <laughs> what is the line for? All of us are really dumber for like. having to have listened to it. <laughs> right. I award
0: you no points, and may God have mercy on us. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. That's
1: I I do want to say like during this during this break. Feel free to still get at us Definitely. on social media. Yeah, you know, let us know if if there are some things that well, if there if there are things that you would you know like to to hear us talk about or questions that you have questions, uh, feel free to send them because uh, as we're planning on season two, uh, that could be a part of the the planning as well. Definitely, uh, we love to address some things that uh, that you guys would like us to address and have some conversation about those. Uh, all of this is about conversation this this uh complex uh this incepted from uh uh from us, you know, being friends and having conversations initially and we're That's like, right. Hey, we want other people to be a part of these conversations as well and to be privy to the conversations that we're having. And so we're inviting you in to engage with a to engage with us even in the midst of this break um but even going forward you know uh, continue to engage with us on social media and, productively um, engage you know, email productively. And, and things like that and so uh whether you agree with us whether you don't agree with us you know we'd yeah. love to hear your thoughts your stories your uh we want we want to uh to be a part of your window pane mm. uh, good callback right
2: i like that you that's know, good yeah we want to be good a part callback of kenny window Ooh. pane so in that same kind of regard like tell your friends about the show That's right. <laughs> and subscribe. now yeah, sub- hit subscribe rate and review honestly like legitimately itunes pays attention to those reviews and those ratings and I the more guess. you get the higher likelihood is they're going to push it up other people are going to find it and listen to it um and with us taking some time off maybe a few weeks or a month or whatever it's going to give people time to catch up if they want to start back at the beginning and get to know we, us we have like kenny just said we have flushed A lot of this stuff, that conversation Kenny and I had was in 2011. And Mm -hmm. since then, a lot of the things that we have worked through internally and externally about the racist ideas in all of our hearts, right? We've all owned up to that on some level, have been flushed out together Mm -hmm. in conversation and in community and in living lives close to each other. And it's not just the three of us. We've got other friends and other good family members involved in these talks as well. Um, So we really believe that 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 is a very productive way for y'all to do that. Absolutely. So, if our show can help facilitate some of those conversations in your community mm-hmm. in Ohio or in Kansas or in the best coast, on the best coast, in the best coast, it is the best coast, it is around, the best coast, the best coast. around the best coast around the best coast.
0: The West coast, best
2: coast. Then we're happy about that, yeah. and and we we, we were are, are honored to be a part of that. But <laughs> I just say all that to say it would mean a lot to us if you would talk to people about this show because tell we have plans beyond season 2 so that's
0: right home builders association no
2: oh. they're not going to take us mm-hmm. i think it's showtime
0: i guess it's showtime arrested development reference right there please tell your friends about this show <laughs>
1: <laughs> so with that said you know we got to give our shout out one more time to our sponsor uh,
0: uh better health better health better health which is betterhelp.com BetterHelp. BetterHelp. that's right that's right <laughs> works with wick
1: <laughs> you can only, you can only uh you can only <laughs> get in you, with, <laughs> uh, you can only get in with uh with coupons and and uh cheat codes
0: um really quick yep. Doug's about to close close the show off i just want to give uh, a quick shout out to uh i don't know if i can say friend of the show i think he listens to the show um adam Hubert. yeah um he wrote mm. he wrote an article um that was uh, put on the witness bbc.com we will link to it great. Mm. Um, but uh, Adam is a middle school teacher who also uh, a middle school teacher and climate change activist. He's doing big things and and his article speaks to blackness and and the upcoming generation and the planet and his name. yeah and it mm. is I mean it's a quick read, awesome, really great.
2: And we've talked with him about coming on the show someday, so we have plans to have him on here so y'all can hear from him. Absolutely. Mm. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, we'll be sure to link to that in the show notes. Listen
0: to it, listen to it, or watch it. Watch. Read it. Neither of those things.
2: Just read it. Just read it. (laughs) Mm. That's
0: it. That's the only way to consume that medium. Great.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think that will do it for this episode and this season of Black, White, and (laughs) Mixed. We want to thank you guys for listening and for supporting the show. It really means a lot. Um, And uh, as always, Please um, be encouraged and get involved in the conversation. Um, with that said, I am Doug Ogden.
0: I'm Brandon Johnson.
2: And I'm Kenny, and I'm not gonna sing. No. <laughs> we'll don't. talk to y'all again soon.
0: No singing. Oh my God. Black, white, and You said something about the two of us that I immediately thought. Thank you so much for listening to the Black, White, and Mix podcast. We would love for you to continue to engage with us, so you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at blkwhtmxpodcast, or you can reach out to us by email at bwmpodcastmail at gmail.com. Thank you so much.